Yuki Chords. Today on my show is uh, local author Kenneth Davis calling from his home, and we talk about basically just classic TV and movies. This is Kip Koke uh, interviews his friends. Enjoy. Hello, Ken. How are you doing? I'm fine, Kip. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. What have you been up to today? Oh, not uh, much. I was uh, watching a couple of movies on Turner Classic Movies. Uh, which ones? Oh, um, a, a couple of uh, Rod Taylor uh, movies, uh, like uh, Dark of the Sun. Whoa! I've ne- I'm sure you've never heard of those films. Not, not that one, no. Yeah. No, I'm more of a Criterion Collection guy. I mean, I know Humphrey Bogart. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Bogie, I uh, had seen one of his well-known uh, films uh, last Friday night, The Maltese Falcon. That's a classic. That's that one's a great. He never has a gun, and he's constantly disarming people. Uh-huh. That one's a classic. Which one's your favorite bogey film? Um, well, I'd say Casablanca. Yeah, the most quoted film yeah, of all time. Classic. Mm-hmm. So there's like a common quote that people say um, to Sam, the piano player, but they got it all wrong. It's the uh, Mandela effect. Do you know what the actual line is? Oh, no, what? Um, well, they say... Uh, he says, Sam, I thought I told you to never play that song. And then he says, if you can play it for her, you can play it for me. But everyone thinks it's play it again, Sam. Uh, yes, I uh, know what the uh, famous line from that movie. There's a lot of them. Uh, I've seen it a few times. <laughs> well, it's worth rewatching. So other than Bogey, what what other what other big classics are you into? You seem to like classics. No, um, well, um, well, I've been watching uh, a ton of classic uh, movies uh, since uh, late uh, two thousand five, early two thousand six, um, when it was uh, first uh, put on the uh, Canadian cable airwaves. Oh, i that must be uh oh like. They didn't have it on, like, just, like, regular cable? No movie channels? Um, well, it's, uh, um, now, uh, 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 um, I got part, part of our cable, but... Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. So do you just... Even though, uh, <laughs> um, they had first, uh, put, uh, the TCM back on the air back in... Since 1994, when it was started. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, so now, um, uh, so now it's uh, not uh, just uh, shown in the states on cable, but also on the cable here. Well, that's a good thing, especially uh-huh. for people who like classic movies, like you. Do you watch other kinds of movies other than classic movies? I mean, like, all the way classic movies. Mm, um, 
seen the uh, movie was at, was at the theaters uh, last year. Oh yeah, that's annoying, eh? No theaters. Yeah. If I recall, that was one of your favorite activities. What was the last new release you saw? Well, back in early March of uh, last year, I went to see uh, the updated version of uh, The Call of the Wild. Ah, is that the one with Harrison Ford and the dog? Yep. (laughs) And how was that? Oh, it was an okay film. Even Harrison Ford couldn't make it a great film? Right, right, right. It's all in the writing. Yeah, but most of all, the star was uh, was actually the dog. <laughs> and it wasn't just a CGI dog, was it? Mm-hmm. I think I watched a little thing about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good... I've been meaning to watch that, actually. It feels like something I would like to watch on a Sunday afternoon. Probably, most likely, it's been it's been a year. So, what else have you been keeping yourself busy with lately, other than uh, watching Turner Classic Films? Oh well, I uh, watch one of my uh, favorite game shows, uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, and uh, I guess the last season just aired, didn't it? Or last episode of with Alex, didn't it? And uh, are you good at catching, like, you know, getting all the answers? That's part of the joy of watching it. Uh, yeah, I'm very good uh, with uh, g- g- catching some of uh, g- g- them if I know them. So my knowledge of it is have to be 50-50. <laughs> That's... Depending that... on what the content are. Right, I bet, though, if it's anything to do with movies, you just, like... You win the whole uh, the whole way through. Yeah, yeah, that and same thing with television and and literature and and sometimes some history. Um, speaking of television, what's your favorite um, like classic TV show, like nineteen seventies oh, or whatever, or or just in general? Fugitive. It was was it a yeah. show before it was made into a movie? Yeah, it was made into a movie in '93, uh, years after the show. But how did they make that whole concept into a show last for how many seasons? Oh well, it uh, lasted uh, four seasons from '63 to '67. So that guy just had to keep on trying to get away, I guess. 
yes. Um, until uh, until it was in the uh, last year that the um, that the show ended uh, with a final two-parter. Um, the, the, where the uh, real killer was finally caught up. Oh, nice. And was mm-hmm. was that thrilling or what? Yeah, it was. That's pretty cool. I had no idea yeah. it was based on a TV show. I assumed it was a book or something. Um, well, it uh, was a TV show uh, that was created in the 1960s. Um, then uh, Warner Brothers uh, had, uh, had um, turned the uh, series into a film version with uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, I saw that movie and Tommy Lee Jones. Great film. Actually, when I yeah. was... When I was like, I don't know, 12 or something, I watched that and I was like blown away how great the show was. Or the movie uh-huh. was. I mean, I never saw the show. Yeah. Yeah, also Harrison Ford running theme is my favorite um, actor ever. Um, so, I'm just going to ask you, do you have a favorite Harrison Ford movie? Again, that makes sense. Yeah. If you like the show, if that's your favorite show, it would be the best choice. Yeah. Nice. And what, have you read any books lately? Oh, well, I'm uh, currently uh, reading a book uh, that my uh, sister got me for uh, uh, Christmas. And? Which one is it? What's what's the do you want to synopsis it or just want to like what's it uh, about? Oh well, the uh, non-fiction book is a uh, of the uh, Trump administration. Oh really? It's a, fi- yeah. a fiction book about the Trump administration. Yeah. So it's fiction based in real time, essentially. Oh, it's nonfiction. Oh, yeah. okay. And you learn anything cool? Oh, uh, not much, except uh, for for a couple of couple of familiar things uh, that I've uh, mentioned, oh. uh, like uh, with Trump's twenty sixteen election. Uh, yeah. Uh, what happened there? Just like no one expected him to win, or something, or. Oh, really? Yeah. So I guess that's his... that was his... how Trump uh, won back in 2016. Oh, so that's his... I guess that's what he was trying to do this year too, eh? Uh, yeah, um... Yeah, but his gripe that uh, got power has been slipping away uh, from him uh, lately because he lost uh, the election uh, just recently. Yeah, he did. He lost. He lost everything recently. Well, ultimate power corrupts ultimately or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fun. Sounds like a good read. Yeah. 
also like uh, listening to uh, music. Um, I'd love to hear what 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 kind of music you're listening to. Mm, um, well, I like uh, country music uh, uh, because I grew up uh, listening to uh, country when I was a kid. Yo, well, it's my favorite genre. Um, but like, are you talking classic country? Yeah, classic country. Which one? Which artist? Um, well, Johnny Cash. Yeah, classic. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I uh, had to uh, listen to, to some of uh, George Strait. You had to? George Strait's my favorite. Yeah. And my grandma's favorite. That's probably why I like uh-huh. it so much. Well, that's fun. I used to play George Strait in the kitchen all the time. Yeah, I could really like that guy. Good singer. Uh If you like the key of E flat. Uh, So you've been listening to music. You've been watching movies. Um, Are you you working again at all or no? I uh, hadn't uh, been uh, back uh, to work yet. No way. That's no, I've been off since uh, November when Cold Red started. That's no fun, eh? It's, uh... No, it's uh, not fun to be like that. No, it's nice to have something to do and look forward to and seeing your friends. That's what I call work, going to see your friends and doing a chore. Yes. Yes, uh, seeing, uh, yes, seeing, seeing our friends and, and plus uh, just trying to get my job done and... How's your, uh, how's your dictionary for authors working on, coming along? Oh, um, I might, uh, probably would, uh, uh, just, just put it on the back burner for a uh, while. Yeah, well, that's fair. You're allowed to do that with projects. Yeah. Yeah. You working on any new, writing any new books? how you write handwritten first yeah well that's good and then you edit it when you type it in I guess yeah yeah and then uh, write the uh, second uh, draft which is a clean draft what's it called afterwards um, um, do a final draft on the computer well sounds like you've got a whole system figured out Mm -hmm. is there like there's something um, like, do you like like to drink tea or something while you're writing? Or is there like they always ask writers this? Is there like some kind of um, some oh, kind of? That's a good question. Um, well, I uh, usually drink uh, coffee when I uh, write. Yeah, and you just like just sit down and do it. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. What's your new, uh, new? If you don't want to spoil anything, what's it? What's the basic premise? Simple premise. Oh, uh, well, I uh, don't want to spoil anything uh, yet about it. Um, but, uh, but uh, perhaps uh, we would uh, take it up another time. 
Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Totally. Totally fine. And yeah. Well. So let's go back yeah, to. And, um, okay. Go ahead. And also, uh, well, I, uh, been, I, I also, I also like uh, listening to karaoke. I know you miss karaoke a lot. So what were your favorite dives to karaoke in? Oh, well, what the places I go to? Yeah, like, just like, or like, you know, where you you feel like you have the best crowd. And also, yeah, just answer that one first. Yeah, um, well, there's, uh, Charlie's, uh, that I uh, go to. Sometimes Boogie's. Boogie Nights. Like on uh, North Main, right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never and been there. Also, downtown uh, that place I go to, um, Shannon's. Oh yeah, Shannon. Was that when did they do that on Tuesdays? Ah uh, yeah, uh, they uh, normally uh, used to do that. Yeah, Tequila Tuesdays at Shannon's. Yeah, I used to play shows there when I was a, like, a teenager of legal age, of course. Well, that's fun. It's a nice space. And, uh, your go-to karaoke songs? Well, uh, one of my, uh, go-to songs is Light My Fire by The Doors. And that's a good one. That one never gets old. And are you a huge... Yeah, it's quite a popular song I've uh, done at my karaoke spots. Yeah, you have a particular style. It's almost like... Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Everyone likes it. Thanks. And uh, do you... Are you a Doors fan? Yeah, yeah, I like uh, listening to their music. Did you watch the biopic with... Uh, Val Kilmer? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that uh, movie 30 years ago. And I'm sure your memory is pretty pretty straight. Um, did you like it? Uh, yeah, it was a good film. Especially the, uh, the uh, background scenes uh, trying, to, uh, trying to make the uh, 1960s um, authenticated in the film. So you'd like the set decoration a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people work hard to do that job, so that's cool. It's nice to it's nice that you uh, you notice the the other things in films other than just you know, most people just watch the actors and like um, listen to their words, but there's like a billion other things happening all the time. And, um, speaking of Val Kilmer, do you like Top Gun? I, uh, never had the pleasure of seeing Top Gun, but I've always heard about it. Okay, so you, you don't, maybe, you don't like Tom Cruise? Oh, I had seen uh, one or two of his films, like Born on the Fourth of 
July and Jerry Maguire. Born on the the Fourth of July one is a pretty intense movie. Yeah. Like really intense. And back to two from what I heard. It pardon. Oh yeah, it's based on the autobiography of the man in the movie. Yeah, Ron Kovic. Yeah. He was a Vietnam vet. Yeah, it, it is entirely based on facts, which uh-huh. which is wild. That that was a that was a that would be a wild life. I'm glad I've never had to experience that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But yeah. They're remaking. You know, to- uh, Go ahead. Well, there's been times uh, um, I got that there's been uh, fact-based films uh, that have been made. Do you do you prefer fact-based films or pure fiction films? Oh well, I like them both. Well, that's fair. As long as they're well done, right? Well, that's the whole, the whole point of um, of being a human being is to tell stories, isn't it? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Like that's what we're here for, and then people can read our stories and then tell their stories. Yeah. And that's why we get better at things <laughs> like technology and telling stories and what's right and what's wrong. But um, hmm. So, what's your favorite meal? A uh, pizza. <laughs> That's a good choice. I mean, it's everyone's. Uh-huh. I've probably spent more than a fortune of of my money on pizza in my lifetime. I might be rich if it wasn't for pizza. You know, I have uh, one or two uh, uh, um, friends who feel the same way about uh, pizza. In fact, uh, they like uh, uh, sharing the photos about their favorite food on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever share your meals on Facebook? Uh, nope. Well, you're ahead of the curve, I guess. Mm -hmm. Do you ever make homemade pizza? Really? I I doubt it. I'm well you could find a time for a new hobby, I guess. Maybe you could uh-huh. become a master. But how many hobbies do you have already? Well, besides uh, writing and reading and watching movies. Oh, like word search. Those are fun. Yeah. Do you like buy the book? Like those books they sell at the uh, the checkouts? And just rip through uh, Yeah, I buy them. Oh, it's a good hobby. I'm a crosswords guy. Mm. Well, either way on it, it uh, keeps uh, the mind uh, healthy. 
they do say that it prevents all sorts of things if you just do little puzzles every day. And it's also nice to just do um, some kind of just sit there and focus your brain on something that's kind of trivial but fun at the same time. But you're still using your brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it. You you feel you, let's go back to classic movies. Um, sure. This is your favorite subject. You, uh, yes, it's uh, one of my favorite subjects. Uh, sure. Um, you have a lot of trivia on on TV show, classic TV shows, and classic movies. I see that you post that on uh, Facebook all the time about like things that no one else would even know. Or even take the time to, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because it all uh, happened in those, uh, those many years ago when it all first happened. Yeah. And I just simply picked up on all that information. Do you research it or you just know it? Um, I mostly uh, research it on the internet. So you're also really good at research. This is like one of, one of your things that you like to do. Do you have any tricks for like, um, just being good at re uh, researching, or just like to sticking to it? Um, well, if you uh, have a good memory, uh, then it doesn't uh, even hurt to research uh, what you remember from before. Right. So, like. Try to research your the old facts you knew and just be sure of them. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, uh, well, my uh, Facebook uh, postings uh, doesn't um, doesn't just confine to the movies and television. And sometimes they can be confined to uh, literature and music and uh, and news making headlines. Yeah, politics. Sometimes you talk about politics, but in a very intellectual sort of like these are the facts way. Uh -huh. So you love facts. Yeah, I'm the uh, just the facts uh, type of uh, guy. Well, that's a good way to be. That's something like uh, what the fictitious uh, Joel Friday uh, used to say on Dragnet. Just the facts. <laughs> yeah. Dragnet, when did that air? Oh, the old uh, Dragnet that uh, first actually aired in the 1950s. Right, and they did a remake in the late 90s, didn't they? Um, well, actually, uh, they uh, had, uh, did, did a second series uh, with the same star in the late 60s and then some 20 years later um, they uh, had did a film uh, got a version of it uh, with Dan Aykroyd uh, playing the role of Joe Friday well that seems like a weird choice of casting yeah did you like it or and no was, Pardon? and then it was in 2003 mm -hmm. um, the, uh, that they uh, did indeed uh, do a series uh, got, got a remake yeah, I remember seeing the ads for the remake. What's the plot of Dragnet, actually? All I remember is seeing the ads for the remake that I never watched. So he's just a tough cop. 
the headquarters and investigates uh, the uh, biggest uh, cases. Oh, hence the term dragnet. So he's like the one who just catches the ones that are like, are like, like fish. You need a dragnet to catch a big tuna. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I should probably look into those. I might be entertained. Um, they kind of remake all those shows in different forms in every oh, country, don't they? Like every... I know on Netflix I have like a... Like a super cop, like investigator, not a super cop. An invest... Like a really smart investigator in every like country there's like because you get more than one country's uh, shows here and they're they're always like replaying that theme there's a really good investigator and he's struggling with his personal life but he's got to do his job is that the whole premise uh, yeah uh, uh, that's how some uh, some cop shows uh, go uh, they, uh, they, uh, they look at a cop's uh, professional life Mm-hmm. And they sometimes look at his or her personal life. Right. But the, they're usually really good at their jobs and the personal life is just like kind of just hanging uh-huh. in there. It's a common trope, I think. Uh-huh. Well, that's interesting. Any other things, uh, films you want to talk about or TV shows? Uh-huh. Not really. Well, uh, um, well, there is uh, well, 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 there is one film, uh, film uh, that was supposed to have uh, came out the theaters uh, uh, two months ago, but uh, Cold Red screwed everything up. Oh, what film was it? And, well, I was going to uh, um, see about uh, watching um, uh, Daniel Craig's new James Bond film. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's not cool. I watched the preview. It was awesome. It looked awesome. That's a good segue right there. James' favorite James Bond film. Yeah. Uh, Well, I saw his uh, two uh, previous Bond films at the theater between uh, 2012 and 2015. Yeah, Bond is fun to watch in theater. He has three more, doesn't he? There's uh, Quantum of Solace, Royal Casino, and um, the one where M gets shot. Oh, that would uh, be uh, Skyfall. Yeah. That's a... Uh, that one was... And then, and then there was Spectre. Oh, so there's four Daniel Craig Bond films. Yeah. Yeah, so the last one that's uh, coming up is called uh, No Time to Die. Yeah, I watched the um, trailer. It was really, really, really good. Uh, do you have a favorite Bond? Like, actor? Oh, you mean like a favorite Bond film or actor? Yeah, like, you can have a different favorite Bond film, and you can have a different favorite Bond. They're not, they're, they're, they're not co-related. I 
Well, you you can name the films and then pick your favorite actor after. How about that? Um, well, sure, I'll uh, name you a few. Um, there's uh, Doctor No. Yeah, that's uh, the Dolphin. first one. Uh, you only live twice. On Her Majesty's uh, Secret Service. Isn't that? Who loved me? Isn't On Her Majesty's Secret Service the one with George Lazenby? Uh, yes, uh, yeah, that was his uh, first and, uh, and only appearance uh, that he did as Bond when it uh, came out in 69. Yeah, but you know he got asked to do another one and he just decided not to. Mm-hmm. You probably already knew that, didn't you? I vaguely knew that he had never did any more Bond films. Right, yeah, he didn't. I thought that was a good movie, though. I thought he was a good actor and a great Bond. But you seem to like the Sean Connery ones a lot. Yeah, and, uh, um, and I was going to mention the last one, uh, For Your Eyes Only. That's uh, with uh, Roger Moore. That one's, uh, that one's actually an interesting choice because it's the girl with the crossbow. I guess you're not the only one who watches way too many movies, um, but yeah, that that one was that one was inter- interesting. I'm like yeah. I, I like from Russia with love the most, um, because I had a crush on the actress, and she ended up marrying uh, George Ringo. Mind you, I was like twelve years old when I watched it, and she was probably already fifty. So. Oh, um, oh, um, are you uh, talking about uh, Ringo's daughter's uh, wife? Yeah. Um, well, that would be Barbara Back. Uh, she uh, was actually in The Spy Who Loved Me, but she played a Russian but agent. I mixed it up from Russia with Love and The Spy Who Loved Me, right? It's The Spy Who Loved Me. That's that one I like. That starts with, like, yeah. the... Where he like snowboards down on a ski do, um, ski. Yeah, and then it ends with them floating in a submarine and like drinking champagne, and yeah, that's it. Uh, Roger Moore was in that one as well. Yeah, I didn't mind the Roger Moore ones. I actually like them a lot. Yeah. How do you? And I also even like uh, uh, the only two uh, that had Timothy Dalton uh, in it. Living Daylights and License to Kill. Uh, License... Was The Living Daylights the one with uh, Javier Bardem in it? Or is that the license... Or... The one uh, with the cocaine plant in Colombia. Not Javier Bardem. That's like... Sorry, I meant uh, Benicio Del Toro. Oh, that's License to Kill. That one's really good. Yeah, that's exactly the one. I, I watched that when I was a kid and, uh, and yeah. really liked it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one's really... Timothy Dalton should have done more James Bonds. I actually thought he was a great James Bond. Yeah, but uh, but it seems he didn't, didn't want to. Yeah. 
until Pierce Brosnan again was given the opportunity, which he had turned down the first time around. Oh, really? Yeah, because at that time he was uh, busy doing his TV series, Remington Steel. Which is the same kind of role. Right? Just like Roger Moore played the saint. It's like they it's a similar role like playing a a really good looking spy. Uh how do you feel about Pierce Brosnan's James Bond movies? I've seen all four of them. Yeah, the last one's kind of crappy. Still fine though. Uh, yeah, I believe you're talking about the one with um, uh, Halle Berry in it. No, the one with the Ice Palace or whatever. Oh, the Ice Palace? Yeah, like where they go to the Ice Hotel somewhere in the north. Like, mm. uh, I forget the actress's name, but oh. yeah. There was too many gadgets. Mm-hmm. It was more like a... Uh, What's that TV show with the bumbling spy who had the phone in his shoe called? Oh, oh Get Smart? Yeah, it was it was like Get Smart just like with a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Who is the actor who played Get Smart? Smart. Uh, Thorn Adams. Thorn Adams. Did he do anything else? What was that one about? It uh, was a supermarket sitcom. <laughs> That's hilarious. And wonderful. Yeah, um, well, it was a CTV uh, produced show uh, from uh, 85 to uh, 88. Whoa. And, and despite the fact that he was the only American uh, to ever uh, be in such a Canadian show because the rest of his cast members... Um, uh, we're all Canadian. Wow, so that, but that was that was his first show, right? Yeah, his first first one uh, years after Get Smart. Oh wow! So he had to. So, so yeah, that's interesting. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And you watched? Did you watch this show? Is it good? Well, I, I bet they mostly all are at this point, don't you think? Yeah. And so are some of the older uh, TV shows, uh, like The Future of Canon. Oh, you can just watch all these old classics on YouTube if you want. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a good thing to know. So after this, yeah. this, this, after this, I can just find something to do on YouTube of all these cool mm-hmm. shows you've recommended. Oh, the show they just remade for Netflix briefly. Wow, that that I actually kind of like watching those sometimes, you know, just to like unwind. I call that motel television. 
Um, do you know what I mean by that? If you... Oh, I don't uh, think I know uh, what you mean. Well, uh, that's why I asked. Um, well, what I call it is like when you turn on the TV when you're in a motel in a small town and you've got three channels or four or five channels and then they have like some kind of like unsolved mysteries or like some kind of pulpy show that you can just watch and turn off your brain while enjoying yourself for a little bit while you unwind for having driven for so long or something like that and it's perfect because you can just they're one-off episode tv shows And do you notice now that, like, and the reason those are really nice is because now a lot of shows are made that you have to watch, like, all the episodes to really enjoy the whole show. But those are just, like, right, like, uh, Monster of the Week, like, X-Files, Monster of the Week. I like those episodes more than the story arc ones. Um, did you watch the X-Files? That's okay. I mean, it's it's not that great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, well. In addition to unsolved mysteries, I uh, I uh, liked watching the original Law and Order series. Oh, the OG, the original. Um, yeah. I've only seen the later. I forget which one. Law and Order. Um, like I don't know. Crime and Punishment uh, or something, I don't know. Uh, well, uh, currently, the only Law, law and Order uh, uh, series uh, that's, that's left on the air is uh, Special Victims Unit. Yeah, that's the one I watched. It's pretty Which good. It's currently on in its uh, unprecedented uh, 22nd season. Yeah, it must be, because the only time I watched it was, like, when I was, like, 23... That's, that's the one with um, iced tea in it. Yep. It's not a, it's not a bad show. It's a good show. Uh-huh. What's the original like in comparison, in your opinion? Oh, the original was the uh, best uh, over uh, special victims unit. The original was called special victims unit. Only. And you like Special Victims Unit the most? Um, well, what I'm saying is, uh, um, is I uh, liked the original Law, Law and Order the best over Special Victims Unit. And it is all, it's all the same premise kind of thing, right? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, the uh, cops investigating the uh, case and then the uh, I got brought to trial. Right. Hence the title, Law and Order. Yeah. It's... Who's the writer? Who Original, like, original concept by whom? Um. Oh, well, the uh, show was created um, by uh, producer Dick Wolf, um, um, who was also behind... Uh, 
Right. Yeah. And he's also going to be the guy producing Chicago Fire and, and its two spinoffs. Oh, I didn't know. What's Chicago Fire? Yeah. Is this a new show? Uh, it's uh, been on since uh, 2012. So I'd call that fairly new. And it's still going. And there's a spinoff. Yeah, Chicago PD. Oh, right. So Chicago Fire is about the Chicago Fire Department. Right. Dramatized. Uh That's pretty cool. And there's a third uh, spinoff called Chicago Mad. Man, a lot of, like, uh, emergency responder shows uh, based in Chicago. Do you ever watch CSI? Speaking of these kinds of shows? Uh, sometimes I do. Do you ever... Do you ever think you could plan the perfect murder? You don't have to answer that if you don't want to, but... Um, well, in the make-believe world, uh, somebody thinks uh, that they would uh, try to... Uh, commit the perfect murder and then give themselves an airtight uh, alibi yeah, I got for it. Like, uh, take Colombo, uh, uh, for example. Um, it's always uh, shown that the, uh, the uh, person who uh, commits the uh, perfect murder and tries to have the airtight alibi mm-hmm. until uh, Colombo somehow uh, breaks the uh, case and some and has the uh, suspicions uh, about the person um, who he keeps questioning sometimes. He just keeps going back to him. Yeah. Eventually the guy breaks? Uh, not, not right away, but... Um, but eventually... Okay. Well, the arrest is made in the end. <laughs> got the show. Well, yeah, that's what they got to do. Yeah. The good guys have to win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on this same uh, thought pattern, um, like I like heist movies a lot. Um, do you think you could plan the perfect crime? I'm like heist, not crime. The perfect heist. Like steal like the Fabergé egg or something like that. Uh, well, um, well, still nothing is uh, g- g- perfect, especially in the real uh, world. Um, but however, um, uh, sometimes it can be pulled off, but, uh, but mostly it, uh, it, uh, it cannot be. Yeah, one thing goes wrong, and it's just a uh, it's a snowball effect. Yeah. I I personally. Well, I uh, read something online uh, recently. Uh, the um, that someone had uh, returned a uh, sword um, to a uh, museum where he stole it from, which was forty years ago. 
Right, because they felt guilty. Did they get time? Uh, well, the problem is, uh, there's a statute of, uh, of uh, limitations. Mm-hmm. Ten that, years. That uh, uh, prevents uh, some, uh, anybody from lately uh, bringing a case of uh, theft uh, forward. Which would be, which is, a statute of limitations, I don't know if you'll agree, but it's a good thing when it comes to someone stealing something from a museum and returning it, but not a good thing when it comes to like murder or something. Uh, well, the statute of, uh, of uh, limitations on uh, theft is uh, six years, um, but there is never a statute of uh, limitations on homicide. Well, that I did not know. Thanks for explaining that to me. So, well, that's great. Well, I uh, used to watch cold case files on uh, A and E. Right. So you know what double jeopardy means, right? Uh, yeah. So uh, when someone who was acquitted in a state court um, cannot be uh, tried uh, for the same offense. And that's how OJ got off, or whatever. pretty cool these are cool things you seem to know a lot about um yeah american law and just from watching a lot of good tv yeah well i watch cnn that's how i get my news from oh yeah like on a constant or just like when you need it oh every day whenever i need it oh they were acquitted like the federal government just forgave Rod, like Rodney King's uh, accuser or uh, or murderers well they were they were acquitted of assault in the state court right but and not on riots escalated okay which the from uh, federal government to file uh, federal civil rights uh, charges against the cops and then they got did they get indicted again? Yeah, they were indicted in federal court back in 93. And two of them were convicted. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's some sort of small amount of justice there. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of rules, to loopholes to run through if you're... Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, you really ended that up on a highly educational 
note because we only have four more minutes. Um, is there anything? Uh, yeah, well, we should uh, just get back to one more movie before time uh, runs up. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, um, um, uh, two years ago, I, uh, um, I yet, uh, went to see uh, see uh, a Tom Hanks film, uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, the Roger... Uh, yeah, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers one, yeah. Yeah. And did you love it? Did it play it justice? Did you watch Roger Moore as a uh, Roger, oh. Mr. Rogers as a kid? I uh, never watched a show, uh, but um, but I certainly can understand why uh, he, uh, Mr. Rogers uh, was 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 idolized. Yeah, and we're still wearing cardigan sweaters today. His mom knit all those sweaters for him, by the way. Yeah. So you really love that movie. Mm-hmm. And do you think uh, Tom Hanks embodied Mr. Rogers? Tom Hanks can yeah. do can do any role. Just nobody doesn't want to watch Tom Hanks being an act like any character. He's the he's the uh-huh. best. Yeah, we should have talked about Forrest Grump, but we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for talking to me today about just whatever. Oh, you're welcome. The pleasure was all mine. Yeah, it was enjoyable, and uh, I learned a lot from you, mm-hmm. especially about the law. And yeah, we'll uh, have to do this again one, uh, sometime again. Yeah, well, I, 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 I keep doing it, so there's always space uh-huh. down the road. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kenneth, uh, take care. Thanks for uh, joining me on the air, and uh, have yourself a pleasant evening. No, this was really nice. I really enjoyed it. Here we go. I'm going to say bye-bye. Bye, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. And that was Kenneth Davis, and uh, he taught us about the law and about what's to appreciate in uh,
Colombo and Bogart and all sorts of other, well, that are very good subjects, especially if you're of a certain age. And I'm Kip Coquet, and that was Kip Interviews His Friends, and I'll see you next week, provided I find an interviewer. Email me if you want to be on the radio, please. It's on the website. Thanks. Thank you, Cords.